0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland. Titans fans, this Football Friday Game Preview Edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast is presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels, because Pepsi is isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching, go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. The Tennessee Titans have a very difficult task this weekend as they take on the 5-8 and Detroit Lions, and although the Lions aren't seen as one of the top teams in the league, they are a formidable foe for the Tennessee Titans, especially for a Titans team who's proven they can lose to any team on any given Sunday but the most difficult part about this matchup may not be the game itself it may in fact be the preparation leading up to kickoff. The Titans at this moment in time because of the uncertain injury status of Lions quarterback Matt Stafford essentially have to game plan for two entirely different offenses and the Titans have struggled throughout the season when they only had to game plan for one quarterback and one offense so that definitely adds an element of Surprise to this matchup for the Titans and an element of intrigue that we have to monitor throughout the weekend to see exactly who will play at quarterback for the Titans. But as we get ready for this game and we dive into our Football Friday game preview, I'm going to give you guys at least from a passing defense standpoint, two different routes that the Titans could go in this game based on who lines up at quarterback for the Lions, Matt Stafford or Chase Daniel. So we will talk about that to kick off the key to victory my big picture thoughts about how the Titans need to win this game but after that we will zoom in and take a look at the individual players and the individual matchups that will determine the outcome of this game the Titans have two players specifically that they really need to focus on on the Lions offense if they want to be victorious and prevent the Lions from having an upset victory and then we will cap off today's show going over this game from all the other angles we need to update you guys on the most recent injury report for both teams so we will do that we will take a look at the fantasy options in this game for the titans and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview i will let you know how i would play this game from a gambling standpoint and keeping it plus 100 and then at the end i will give you my game and score prediction so a big day here on the locked on titans podcast my keys to victory individual players to watch fantasy, gambling, and much, much more, a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! Every single game, every single week in the NFL is a difficult matchup regardless of the record of the teams involved. But it makes it even more difficult when you don't know which quarterback to game plan for and that is the situation that the Titans coaching staff finds themselves in this week. The Lions starting quarterback Matthew Stafford suffered a rib injury in the game last week against the Green Bay Packers. He didn't practice on Wednesday he didn't practice on Thursday. Now, Matthew Stafford is known is one of the tougher players in the NFL. So not practicing all week doesn't necessarily mean that he won't play in the game on Sunday. But what it does mean is that the Titans coaching staff will have to develop two uniquely different plans for the Lions passing offense. If the Lions do play Matt Stafford, well, Stafford is a supremely talented quarterback and a much more talented quarterback than his backup in Chase Daniel. So I would expect the Titans to blitz a lot more against Stafford try to play a lot more tight man coverage and make things difficult because Matthew Stafford would be nursing an injury at that moment in time. And while you don't want to intentionally injure anybody, football is a physical and violent game. And if you know that your opponent is banged up, it only makes sense to try to attack that weakness. So I would expect the Titans to bring a lot more intentional pressure if Matthew Stafford plays, on the flip side, if Chase Daniel starts at quarterback in this game, he doesn't have near the arm talent that Matthew Stafford does. So I would expect the Titans to sit back more in coverage, not give Daniel any easy throws or or worry about any busted coverages and man, I would play a lot more zone. I would rush 4, I would rush 3. I would force Chase Daniel who who's been a career backup, to consistently make tight window throws, accurate throws all day long. And in my opinion, Chase Daniel simply couldn't do that. So that would be my plan if Daniel is the starter for the Lions. But no matter who plays quarterback... The Titans defense needs to focus on stopping explosive rookie running back DeAndre Swift. Swift has only been able to play in 10 games this year, but he has 355 rushing yards. That's not a ton, but at 4.6 yards per carry, so he gets it done efficiency-wise. He also has five rushing touchdowns on the year. He has 35 catches and 301 receiving yards as well, so he's a versatile threat, and the Titans have shown that they can struggle with covering running backs out of the backfield in the passing game. So that's something that the Titans will have to focus on. And when the Lions play well, it's usually because Swift plays well. The Lions have won five games on the year Swift has played in four of those five wins. And in the four games that he played that they did come out victorious, he scored seven of his ten total touchdowns in those games. So, DeAndre Swift plays well. The Lions offense plays well. The Titans need to focus on stopping Swift no matter who plays quarterback. On the offensive side of the ball, the Titans simply just need to play their game against a bad Lions defense. The Lions are the sixth worst passing defense in the NFL allowing over 260 yards per game they're the 4th worst rushing defense in the NFL allowing over 130 yards per game and they're the 4th worst scoring defense in the NFL averaging just a hair under 30 points per game allowed at 29.9 so the Titans simply need to play their game, run the ball with Derrick Henry, get to the play action passing game, create explosive runs explosive plays in the passing game they should be able to do that with minimal interference on Sunday, but the final key to victory for the Titans may be the most important of all. The Titans are 9 and 4. The Lions are 5 and 8, and although I started off my keys to victory saying that any week any team can win, the Titans should win this game. They are the better football team, which means the key to victory that they need to focus on the most is just playing a clean game. No turnovers. Don't give the Lions with most likely a backup quarterback at the helm. Don't give them short fields. Don't turn over the ball and make it easy on that Lions offense that should struggle even against a bad Titans defense. Don't have any special teams gaffes, any blocked punts, blocked field goals, any muffed punts, turnovers on special teams. Flip the field position in a smart way. Again, don't give any short fields to a Lions offense that should be led by a backup quarterback. Make sure that you limit penalties, don't give the Lions any free yards or free situations, and make sure that you're smart with the play calling. No wild play calls like the fourth and two to Jeremy McNichols last weekend, but the Titans should be able to win this game if they're able to stop DeAndre Swift, be themselves on offense, and play a clean game with no turnovers and no major mistakes. Now, of course, in the midst of all these bigger picture keys to victory, there are individual battles that need to be won on offense and on defense for the Tennessee Titans. So we are going to go over that next. We are going to zoom in a little bit and take a look at the individual players that have to perform well for the Titans in this game that I expect to maybe be a little bit closer than some of you are thinking that it might be. So excited to zoom in a little bit and talk about the individual battles. And the individual players to watch in this game in our Football Friday game preview. Let's continue. This Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just went over my big picture keys to victory on offense. The Titans need to be themselves and just play their game. On defense, the Titans need to have two different game plans depending on which quarterback they see. And they need to focus on stopping rookie running back DeAndre Swift. And then overall, the Titans just need to play a clean game At home against a team That quite frankly they're just better than So that's my big picture Takeaways let's zoom in a little bit And look at these individual battles These individual players to watch Before we do that though I want to remind You guys that on Monday I'm going to be Here to recap everything With you guys again we're going to look at things From a a bigger picture to start Off how were the Titans able to win Or why did the Titans lose then we will Zoom in just like we're doing right now Take a look at the good and the bad player performances in Tighten Up and Tighten Down, and then I will recap everything that took place in the AFC for you and let you know where the Titans stand in the playoff picture coming out of a weekend of football. So make sure that you don't miss Monday's Game Recap Edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. But I'm going to start on the defensive side of the ball for the individual players to watch because quite frankly... I just have much more confidence in the offense to take care of business. So, on the defensive side of the ball, outside of DeAndre Swift, the Lions have two obvious weapons that they want to get the ball to. And that is Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson. So, that's why my number one player matchup to watch is Malcolm Butler against Marvin Jones. So, Malcolm Butler has been... I guess there's no other way to say it, but fantastic, especially in recent weeks for the Titans. want to give you guys an awesome stat here from Mike Herndon at Mike Miracles. does great work covering the Titans. But uh, per Pro Football Focus, and you could go to Pro Football Focus and, and check out this data as well, but in Malcolm Butler's shadow opportunity, so that means that he is covering a specific wide receiver Every single snap that happened against Chase Claypool with the Steelers. Happened against AJ Green with the Bengals, Allen Robinson with the Bears, and then DJ Chark last weekend with the Jacks. In those matchups, he's allowed 12 catches for only 114 yards on 23 targets. So that's a 52 point completion rating, 4.96 yards per attempt. So Malcolm Butler, when asked to shadow a single wide receiver, has pretty much locked them down. He gave up 81 yards to Allen Robinson, and that was the most in any of those matchups. So I would suspect that the Titans would put Malcolm Butler on Marvin Jones since Kenny Galladay, their true number one wide receiver, is most likely not going to play in this game as he hasn't played for weeks with a hip injury. And since he's going into free agency at the end of the year, I don't suspect that we'll see Kenny Galladay the rest of the season, but we're definitely not going to see him against the Titans. So Malcolm Butler against Marvin Jones forced the other options for the Lions to beat you, and I just don't think that that's going to happen. The other big weapon I mentioned is TJ Hawkinson, and of course TJ Hawkinson has been fantastic for the Lions in his second season in the NFL. He's first on the team in catches with 58 second on the team in receiving yards with 657 and he's tied for first with Marvin Jones on the team with six touchdowns and they especially like to go to Hawkinson in the red zone even last week against the Packers he got a touchdown on a shovel pass at the goal line so the Titans safeties Kevin Byard, Amani Hooker Kenny Vaccaro, they will have to play well in coverage against Hawkinson in this game. And that is a little bit concerning. Kevin Byard has a 55.3 coverage grade per pro football focus this year. Kenny Vaccaro is a 62.6 coverage grade per pro football focus this year. Amani Hooker, however, has been solid with a 75.5 coverage grade per pro football focus this year. So those three guys will take turns, whether it be in zone, whether it be in man, in the red zone. Either way, you'll see one of those three guys garden TJ Hawkinson. If you don't, and you see Evans or David Long, now we got bigger problems. So hopefully one of those three guys, maybe even Desmond King, I would consider using a safety on the slot wide receiver and using Desmond King on TJ Hawkinson. That's how much attention I would pay to Hawkinson in this game. So that's where I see the big player matchups on defense. Malcolm Butler versus Marvin Jones, the safety group against TJ Hawkinson. So if they can take away DeAndre Swift, take away those two guys, the Lions really have nothing on offense that scares you whatsoever. Moving to the offensive side of the ball for these player matchups, these players to watch for the Titans. And again, for a second week in a row... It's the Titans' wide receivers, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, against the cornerback group that they will be seeing. Daryl Roberts, Justin Coleman, uh, a new guy that the Lions just started giving some snaps to last week who played pretty well, though. Mike Ford, who plays outside corner. You have Ora Ravier, who also plays cornerback for the Lions. You'll see those four guys. Daryl Roberts is kind of being phased out at this moment in time, but you never know who you may get in terms of personnel. But all of these guys have really, well, the three main guys who have been playing most of the season, Roberts, Coleman, Awarie, these guys have really struggled. Uh, 53.1 coverage grade for Daryl Roberts, 54.5 for Coleman, 56.9 for uh, Awarie. Awarie, that's a tough one. I probably said it wrong like six times already. Awarie. Yeah, you guys try that five times fast, and you'll see how I'm so tongue-tied. But moving forward, those guys have all struggled in coverage this year. As I mentioned earlier, the Lions are the sixth-worst pass defense in the NFL, and that's for a reason. They also don't get sacks on the quarterback. They only have 18 sacks. I know the Titans are terrible, uh, piss-poor, only 14 on the year, but the Lions are pretty terrible as well. Fifth-worst amount of sacks in the NFL with only 18, and they don't even blitz. 21.4% 21.4% blitz rate. I talked about that yesterday on Crossover Thursday. So the Titans should have no issues getting the ball to their talented wide receivers in A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. They should dominate their matchup, and that should allow the Titans to have explosive plays or even just consistent plays in the passing game uh, throughout the day on Sunday. That shouldn't be a problem. And then Derrick Henry against Jamie Collins. So Jamie Collins is one of the one of the more uh or one of the bright spots for the Lions defense. He has ninety-seven tackles on the year. That's thirty-four more tackles than anybody else on the Lions defense. He has five tackles for loss. He's technically the twenty-fourth great highest graded linebacker in the NFL per pro football focus. So he, he's been solid this year, and Derrick Henry against Jamie Collins at the second level that is where this game is going to change. If Derrick Henry can dominate that matchup and consistently beat Jamie Collins at the second level, that'll allow him to accelerate into the third level, and then it's just far too late for the Lions' defense. Remember, fourth-worst rushing defense in the NFL this year, 132.8 yards per game allowed on the ground for the Lions, so I expect Derrick Henry to get through that front line of the Lions that will be missing a ton of guys. They don't have Trey Flowers at defensive end. They don't have Everson Griffin now at defensive end, they're going to possibly be missing uh, some of their interior defensive linemen, so the Lions are really banged up in the front seven. That's part of the reason they've struggled so much against the run. I expect Derrick Henry to take advantage and then win one-on-one against Jamie Collins at the second level and it should make for another big day for Derrick Henry. But that's the individual player matchups that you should be watching. Malcolm Butler versus Marvin Jones. The safeties versus TJ Hawkinson. AJ Brown and Corey Davis versus the cornerback group of the Detroit Lions. And then Derrick Henry against Lions linebacker Jamie Collins. So now we are going to move into the more miscellaneous portion of today's show. We are going to talk about the most up-to-date injury report. We are going to talk about fantasy options and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. We are going to talk gambling and keeping it plus 100. And then I will cap off today's show giving you my game and score prediction. Let's cap off this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast as well as this week of Locked on Titans podcast. And as we do every Friday episode, we are going to have our miscellaneous section here. Injuries, fantasy, gambling, and my game and score prediction. Remember earlier in the show talked about my big picture Keys to victory for the Titans. We then zoomed in, talked about individual player matchups to watch. So it's been a great day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Remember... Next week, Monday through Friday content coming your way. Game recap on Monday. Tic-Tac 4-Pack coming to you on Tuesday. Rewatch Wednesday notes on Wednesday. A crossover Thursday conversation to begin your game preparation for the Packers on Thursday and Friday. We'll be back for another game preview, so make sure that you're subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. And also... Check out the Locked On NBA show. The NBA season kicks off next week, and they are doing their NBA season preview on the Locked On NBA show. Make sure you check that out. Some great stuff there. I know I'm excited for the NBA season to kick off or tip off as well. But let's dive into... The most up-to-date injury report. And this is coming from Thursday's practice. We are going to start with the Tennessee Titans, of course. And as for the guys who did not participate in either day's practice. Tackle Dennis Kelly. Guard Roger Saffold. And tight end Jeff Swame. Sad face. The mayor of Swamesville is sad. But Roger Saffold is somebody I would be concerned about here. Uh, Saffold left the game early on Sunday, didn't return. Now, Swaim was banged up during the game, but he did return late in that game with his ankle injury. Dennis Kelly's been getting maintenance days off with that knee issue the entire year, so I'm not worried about Dennis Kelly, but I would keep an eye on Swaim, and I would be concerned about Roger Saffold. Now, there are some guys who didn't practice on Wednesday who participated in some fashion, On Thursday, Kenny Vaccaro and Jeffrey Simmons didn't practice on Wednesday, but Jeff was full on Thursday and Vaccaro was limited on Thursday. I would expect both of those guys to go, but Vaccaro's been sick for quite some time now with this designated illness, so that is something of a concern. Uh, AJ Brown, Christian Fulton, Adoree Jackson, Ben Jones were all limited on Wednesday AJ didn't practice Thursday, that's been commonplace though, no concern. Fulton was upgraded to a full participant, that's a great sign for the Titans. Adoree continued to be limited, continued to work with scout team, do not expect Adoree Jackson back this week. I can already put that to bed. And then Ben Jones was upgraded to a full participant after being limited, so that's great news for the Titans. They could not afford to have Ben Jones and Roger Saffold out at the same time. Derrick Henry was limited on Thursday, said not injury-related, may just be some some scheduled maintenance for Derrick Henry as his workload increases as the season moves on. So that is the Titans' current injury report as things stand. Not a ton of concern, but would like to see Roger Saffold have some practice later in the week, but we will monitor the injury status going forward. The Lions, however, have a much more concerning, if you're a Lions fan or the Lions organization, injury report than the Titans. We know about quarterback Matt Stafford, his rib injury. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Also, a lot of you have heard about starting center Frank Ragnow having a fractured throat. Now, he did that on play one last week and played every single snap of the game on offense for the Lions so although he did not practice with that throw injury Wednesday or Thursday at this point you can't rule out Stafford or Ragnow playing in this game can't rule them out regardless of what the practice reports say now as for some other guys talked about wide receiver Kenny Galladay he did not practice either day with his hip injury wouldn't expect him to go I talked about interior defensive line help Deshaun Hand with an ankle injury didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday Thursday, A critical defensive lineman for the Lions as they take on the Titans rushing attack, which we know how special Derrick Henry can be. Cornerback Daryl Roberts didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. That's why we saw Mike Ford come into that game. So that's a starting cornerback for the Lions that may be out. You saw linebacker Jason Cabinda. He didn't practice on Wednesday, but was a full participant on Thursday, so no worries there for the backup linebacker. Uh, Backup offensive lineman Tyrell Crosby didn't practice either day, so we've talked about all of the major injuries and guys who are at risk for the Lions not playing in this game. The big names, obviously, are Deshaun Hand, Frank Ragnow, Daryl Roberts, Matt Stafford, and Kenny Galladay. All of those names haven't practiced yet this week for the Lions, so the Titans are getting not only... Only a a not very good Lions team, but also one that's very banged up at this moment in time. As I mentioned already, Everson Griffin on the COVID list. So their top pass rusher with Trey Flowers out also missing. So that's some concern for the Lions as well. But with all of that injury news out of the way, let's have some fun and talk about fantasy and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. If you're in season long and you have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and you're in the playoffs, if you have Jonu Smith and you're in the playoffs, if you have Corey Davis and you're in the playoffs, you're probably playing those guys. You probably have no choice. Corey Davis is probably your best flex option, or at least a flex option. I could see you not playing Corey in season long. Jonu has been a little bit of a disappointment lately in fantasy, but do you have a better option to pick up in waivers at tight end at this moment of time? Probably not if you're in the playoffs right now. A.J. Brown, locked-in starter. Ryan Tannehill, don't see how you don't start Ryan Tannehill taking on this Lions defense. And then Derrick Henry. I mean, give me a break. Nobody's not playing Derrick Henry. So, the more interesting conversation is in daily fantasy, and I'm going to make it really simple for you guys. Play them all! Corey Davis, A.J. Brown... Januu uh, it's a little concerning but you got to if you want a good bargain if you want a good bargain you can get Januu in there. He's dropped considerably in price over the last few weeks. So you can get Januu in there, but Derrick Henry, build your lineup around Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill should get off as well. I would even consider the Titans defense if Chase Daniel starts at quarterback in this game. I was up and down about it earlier in the week, but Chase Daniel, Titans at home. I just it just can't it just can't go as poorly as As we think it could go. I mean, Baker Mayfield is at least a starting level quarterback. So, um, I would consider the Titans defense. If you want to bargain there, they're going to be cheap. So, consider that. Let's move from fantasy over to the gambling information in this game. And keeping it plus 100. The Titans are astronomical favorites in this game. At this moment in time, I show the Titans as 11 point favorites in this game and i believe in the titans i think that they could win by double digits here but how could you possibly give the titans double digit points being a titans fan and seeing what we've seen throughout the year i mean even if you think the titans are going to win how can you feel confident that it won't be close 11 points i mean imagine a teaser and you add six points or seven points to that i mean that's just insane the Titans are a really good team. The Lions aren't a good team. Could have a backup quarterback. But to me, that is way, way too risky. And I don't feel very good about the over-under either. 51 and a half? I would play the under in that. I think the Titans could score a decent amount of points here. But if Chase Daniels playing, how could you think the Lions are going to score enough points to make that go over? I, I, just, I just don't see it. I, I don't see how that could happen. I mean... I, I, I mean, maybe that means that it will happen. Maybe that's how this works, but I do not see the score going over 51.5. So if it's me, and I want to make some money, I'm going to take the Lions plus 11 and under. that That's the better plays to me. So if you like the Titans in this game, maybe you tease them down. Maybe you can get a six-point tease to get it to five, and then you feel a little bit more comfortable. Maybe there, get it to 57.5 and, and take your under. That wouldn't be a terrible idea, I guess, if you wanted to put money on the Titans. But either way, I'm a tad bit concerned about that line being a little too extensive. That's a lot of points in the NFL, and that's a lot of points for the over-under when you have Chase Daniel at quarterback on one side, most likely. Most likely. If we do get Matt Stafford, I still wouldn't feel good about it, but if you're somebody who likes to play overs, which I get, because why not root for more points, more scoring, then I guess maybe I could understand that, but if Stafford plays, then the minus 11, I mean, you can't bet the Titans at minus 11 at that point going against Stafford, so uh, that's how I see the gambling information about this game. Moving into the final portion of this Football Friday game preview, and that is my game and score prediction. I know I have had very uh, tepid uh, I guess, feelings about the Titans in this game, and I've indicated that I think it will be a lot closer than some of you are expecting. But with that being said, my score prediction in this game is 27-16. to 16. I think the Lions can move the ball a little bit. I just think it might be difficult for them to score in the red zone. Uh, I think they get some field goals up on the board because the Titans will allow them to move up and down the field as an offense. It's just a reality here. But I think the Titans' offense is going to score, you know, at will. And I think ultimately they'll be running the ball and salting away clock in the second half. Now, I do think that the Lions could, you know, get a, a, a touchdown in garbage time here and make it you know 27 to 24 27 to 23 something like that I think could take place and make it a one score game which is why I don't feel very good about that uh about that line about that over under but Titans about 27 to 16 28 to 17 somewhere in there that's exactly where I think the Titans will land in this game so my final prediction is Titans 27 Lions 16 but that's going to do it for this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, remember, follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for additional analysis, my game day tweets, and my Tic Tac Titan film breakdowns. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland, and this was Locked On Titans.